and let's run it. All right, everybody, you guys know what it is. It's the one and the only the American Cholo podcast, broadcasting live and directly from North Hollywood, California. My name is Gil, and I am the American Cholo. And I know this is uh, one that we didn't schedule, but that's usually the best time, like when you throw parties and you don't schedule them, and all of a sudden you have the best parties. Today, I got the man from P-Town that gets around, man. <laughs> <laughs> from the Full News, Flyboy Inc. What's up, player? What's up, homie? Flyboy Inc. Full News in the building, dog. How you doing, homie? I'm good, homie. Yeah. Thank you for having me, first of all, you know. Not for sure. We we've been we've been you know we've been in the works to get you over here, huh, boy? Yeah. Uh, what was the first time I ran into you at the? The first it? time I met you was at the at the softball game, I think. Oh yeah, you were trying to press up on me, fool. That's right, fool. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> somebody has to once in a while. You know somebody, you guys, somebody got to keep Even me. Night, you know, I, got, I get pressed on too, so uh, it's, it I, goes I, both ways. I heard, you know? oh, man, I heard, but we'll we'll get into that. So yeah. let, let's get a little bit of history about you, uh, Flyboy, homeboy. Huh, Where were you born and raised, at, Carnal? Well, I'm born right here in, in East Alibaba, General Hospital. Uh, I'm telling you, Chris, we need to get a sponsorship from General Hospital. I would say 80 to 90% of all, everybody Medi-Cal that comes Medi-Cal babies, for sure, <laughs> homie. County USC, Woman Center. That's what it says on my birth certificate. So I was born there, Holmes, and, and uh, you know, my, for my mom, we're first generation. So, you know, I, I'm the youngest of eight kids. Oh, shit. So my mom, uh, you know, she already, when she came from Mexico, she had her whole clan with her and and we ended up like from Monte, and then we grew, and went to, went to Puente, and then from Puente we ended up in Pomona, and that's where you guys were in the Valle. Yeah, we definitely stay in the SGV. I know the SGV like the back of my hand from the riverbed to fucking uh you know Phyllis Ranch running Jackie Foods up there at the Stater Brothers in Pomona <laughs> running all the way down the hill. I mean, I go I that's thing. That's why I travel a lot because so, I've been around. Is it how many brothers? How many sisters you got? I got three sisters and uh, four brothers, five. In, so there's eight of us. So you got, were, you, were you guys at the Madrosos of the Black, my boy, or what? Um, well, there's big age gaps between us. So me and my younger brother and my and my sister were definitely the 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 three, the the last three, the last three, and you know we got into shit together. And the other ones are how what's, what's your how much how old is your oldest brother? Uh, older right now, you? my oldest brother, I think he's in his, well, he's in his fifties. Shout out my brother Felipe, homie. That fool carries me like. Food, that food never ever lets me down, dog. Like, ever. like he's like the pop set. Yeah, he's people. probably like nine years older than me. I'm 47 this Sunday, so. Oh, happy birthday, huh, boy? Yeah, upcoming birthday, couple days, birthday month. Hey, hey, time flies, huh? Fool, I didn't think I would make it to this, but. Nah, back in our days, fool, we thought 25, that's it, we're maxed out, if that. You're like, I don't give a fuck back in those days, homie. 47. I thought I look good, homie. So 47, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see some fools out there, they shout look. Out, they shout out, homie. And, and not to say this or that, but. I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is. Hey, but that's what full news is. I mean, full news keeps it real, right? All the t- I try 100%, even if it hurts, homie. So, Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> hey, you got you to gotta get in there, right? You got to get the news. Oh, you know what I realized? I'm the first. Fo- I consider myself a full news page, like a full page. Right, yeah. So people can see me a full page, right? And uh, for some reason, I'm the only one that shows myself. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, you know what? There's a lot of people that. Now I know why, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, now it's, I know why, well, because. It's, it's that, and they can talk a lot of shit. Nah, I literally beat your ass. <laughs> they look for you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to say it. Well, homes. but you, you've you got the right look, believe it or not. Because what we do a lot of times with Rasa is if somebody has any kind of like deep, oh, this guy's not this. This guy's not that. Yeah. This, there's always something, homie. Yeah, like it, like the actual fool's gone wild. I I guarantee you, if that guy now he can show his face because he's got such a huge platform. If that guy would have started and he would have been showing his face who he was, I don't believe for one second that he would have been as big as he is. What's cracking, fool? It's me, homie. <laughs> ah, Mr. 
Mr. E is in the building. Hey, <laughs> Chill hey, out. Wouldn't that be a good one, fool? Would that it? would be. That would spin the internet oh, that, yeah. upside down. And you know what? It's not, Holmes. But uh, a lot, they tell me a lot. I sound like that, fool. It was a, a, so, no. How long have you been, Mr. E? Uh, fun. I don't know. Like, never. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can change my voice around a little bit to fuck around, but nah, homie. I'm hey, you you just saw some action out here when you pulled up right here at the studio. Yeah, I was on the live, homie, and I pulled up and some high notes beating down her vato. <laughs> hey, and you know what? I want to talk about that. This is a Let's little serious it. moment right now. Um, The men with domestic violence, right? Men who get hit. Not, I'm not talking about men who beat their ladies' asses who probably have it coming. I'm talking about men who don't hit but get hit, right? Right. That happened to me, fool, like with, a few months ago. With the hyena? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't do that, bro. I can't yeah, do that. Yeah, and, and you know what? I've been talking to my friend about it because she's a, she's a therapist. Right. And I actually have a, I actually, a lot of stuff has been going on in my life lately, and I, you know, I have an appointment with my therapist tomorrow at 3 p.m., so we got a lot to talk oh, about. Oh, so you're going, you're going to therapist? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big advocate for therapy. Yeah, it works. I mean, it, it so, helps. And you know what's crazy is I have two best friends, Sonia and Beverly, and they're therapist and she even has her own podcast actually it's nice. called yeah con amor your therapist friend that's dope that's dope and, and bro it's so calming and soothing and go check her out i guarantee you you will just what, what's the name of the podcast again it's called con amor your therapist friend okay okay and it's really really cool bro. An, i have an episode on there is it an ig youtube it's or, on spotify youtube okay. it's on, on uh, all platforms. no 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 it's not a, it's not a youtube it's audio only okay so it's on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, you know, all the platforms. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so con amor, your therapist friends, shout out my homegirl Sonia, Nenia, I got you girls. They really helped me out a lot. They had me on their podcast, American Stepchild. When, when did you start uh, doing therapy? Um, As an adult, as, after I got divorced. Yeah, so so my hyena left me and over a drug abuse, you know. And that was you going, getting high. I was I was on fentanyl, fool. Oh shit! Yeah, that, yeah. That's how to do it. Well, see, the story is if you there's I've done so many podcasts now that I've told my story so many times, so many different ways. But the bottom of the barrel is that I ha I'm a cancer survivor, and I, so it well, went from there I, I saw to that, fentanyl but, eventually. But, but let's let's talk some of that, man. You you were in and out of the halls for many years as a kid in the in the nineties, and you are from the nineties because you always yeah, for sure. you always hear people say oh, I'm from the nineties, and I'm like, well, how old are you? You're like fucking. 13 fucking yeah 99. i remember alley riots yeah you you you're definitely yeah. 47 you definitely yeah i was there i was there out with you know fucking g rides out there trying to get in the mix too yeah that's when it was it was popping you know, like, it was, it was popping. popping 92 i remember so, i was young but no i was telling you there's a lot of subjects that we could touch on but i really want to touch on this domestic violence because right now i pulled up and uh i was on the live and you know i seen this lady they were they were both intoxicated so I understand what they were doing, but I was filming, so then they got mad at me because I was filming. Okay. And uh, and um, the ladies, she got kind of got on my life. I ended it, but it reminded me that I somehow came to my pad uh, about about two months ago, drunk, three in the morning, talking about how come I don't want to be with her, and she fucking started hitting me, bro. Oh, shit. Like literally, the little hyena had hands. <laughs> And imagine me asleep. I'm thinking there's a burglar rattling my door and all this and that. And I open the door and I see this little hyena looking like the conjuring. Papa. Just hair down, looking, you know, looking down, asking why, why? Well, that shit was scary. I thought it was in a scary dream, bro. And then she, and then I said, I hear, see a right hook. Oh, and shit. And she then an uppercut and then she, a knee she, to the nuts. She had combos, bro. I swear she got me with an elbow. She got combos, I, bro. 
She's done it before, definitely. She's got a little, she's a little firecracker. She's only like five feet. Oh, yeah. So anyhow, it made me think like, bro, I, the next, I mean, I wasn't fucked up, but I was lumped up. Yeah, you felt that. I felt it. And I, especially because I didn't expect it. And then, so, I, and then she still, the next day she tries to act sweet. And I was like, you're done, fool. Like, I didn't yeah. need you to leave. But she wouldn't leave. I said, okay, I'll, I'll play it. So then, and then I seen her again this weekend at the Halloween party. And you know what she did? She said, uh, are you ready to talk? I said, no. I said, I'm here with friends. She said, okay. And she said, uh, uh, she took she took off, walked away, came back 30 minutes later and socked me up twice oh. in, in front of everybody. Oh, nah, homie. So the only reason I'm marrying this is because I don't want to say who she is, but, you know, she lives in Whittier. She's about five feet tall. She wears glasses, has a whole leg sleeve. That's about 100,000 chicks in nah, Whittier. Nah, nah. They know. They know who she is. Homie. They know. They know. Just by that description, they'll they, know. They know. And it ain't right, girl. Just because I don't want to be with you, you need to stop hitting me, fool. Yeah, yeah, on American Cholo, yeah, straight yeah, up. Straight up, homie. Straight up. We're trying to make peace, homie. I'm trying to make peace, bro, but don't make me air you out. Yeah, I, That's you, not cool. You know what? I've never, like, hit a woman like smack. I've been very close. Don't don't get me wrong. I've been very close. But I'm grabbing you by the neck, like, putting down, saying... Don't fucking touch me, cause I'm gonna fucking like. In other words, if you hit me, you know what? I'm not violent like that. And and even though she was fucking me up, I still didn't. I was like just trying to get. I was trying to stop her, not hit her. Oh, oh no, I can't. Because I don't. I don't get to that level of of, of anger. Well, I, I don't know about that. But, but. It's therapy for me. <laughs> I think therapy has really helped me get through that. And I, you know, it it all ties in together. But I just wanted to tie into it because I seen it right in front of your studio and live and direct, oh, full so news. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna talk about it right now because. I've been meaning to do my own little like like Instagram live or something on the subject, but right. this is so much better. Yeah, stop hitting, stop hitting each other, bro. It, it goes both ways to me. It's definitely goes both. The ways. second that I have to put hands on a woman, it's the second their relationship's over. The oh yeah, definitely. The, the second the woman starts trying to put hands on you, it's the second their relationship's over because that means it's dysfunctional, homie. You guys should not be hitting one another. Respect is gone. Yeah, the respect is gone. And but unfortunately, you know what? There is. Some people that that's what they like. I think they're so used to it that if you're not socking them up, if you're not fighting, they're so used to that screaming match every so many weeks, and after that you make up and have that makeup sex, and then the fight. They're that's so the, that's the good part. <laughs> that's the good part because you know your, your emotions run high. Yes, and then you know you you get it in there good, homie, and then you guys are all back in love until the next. Putazo. Until she smacks you up again, homie. Yeah, and then it's like. The, just run it and run it and run it and fool, I don't run that. I don't have no time, bro. I I don't even look it. The way I live my life is I don't know how long I'm gonna be here. Right. So I'm gonna try to make the best situation out of anything that I can. And if you're socking me up, you ain't it, homie. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure, you really think that you have a chance after that? No, no, that is, you got me messed up, girl. But yeah, that that's unfortunate. Maybe maybe you know that's that it's maybe sad. That, that comes out of other relationships, and that's what they do because they've seen that happen. Yeah, well, you know, it's wrong. The fool knows ain't going for that. Not me, homie. I'm not violent towards women. But towards men you are. I try not to be, <laughs> fool. Like, I'm trying not to be non-violent with nobody, you know? Hey, talk to me because you said you had your, your addiction problem, right? Yeah. Talk to me the day that you're in the joint and you're finding out you have cancer. How did that come about? Are you getting are you are you having pains and going to then going to the infirmary or what happened there? So what happened was um uh, I had sobered up in the joint, right? Um, I had sobered up. I realized that I was just a big cash cow. How many years were you in there before you sobered up? On Bro, that stretch, on, on that stretch, probably like six years in. So you, you were. So you, I was dealing with divorce. I was dealing with my my kid growing up without me calling another man dad. My family stopped. 
you know, after three terms, homie, your family's not there for you like that no more. Yeah, you're, like you're, they used to you're be. burning your bridges every well, single time you go like, in there. I, isn't me? I was just, I, I don't even ask. I'm a hustler, dog. Even in there, right. I don't need nobody to take care of me. Unless you're my hyena. If you're my hyena, then then that's yeah. You're my girl. You're my yeah, girl. Yeah, you're my girl. But if, other than that, I don't expect you know all love. But nah. So anyhow, um, I just sobered up, eh? Finally, because I finally seen the light. Do you understand what that means? Yeah, I do, homie. I yeah. finally seen the lights, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life, Thank homie? you, yeah. It and I'm sitting there, and, and and it took friends to turn their backs on me. It took, um, you know, I never got beat or nothing like that, but I definitely felt the burn, homie. The you movidas, homie. Yeah, they were moving slick yeah, behind movidas, me, homie. and I caught it because I'm smart, homie. I'm not blind, homie. I played the same game. So I catch everything, homes, and then, you know, I, I had a one-up them, and I did. And luckily, the cancer helped me because when I when I cleaned everything, like, when I finally just said, like, everything's straight across the table, nobody owes nobody nothing, everything's right. perfect. Right, are all paid, we're good to everything's go. Everything's good. Yeah, that's right. So I sobered up, and I was doing my shit, like, about six months, I was working out, my high was so happy, like, she was there every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, that's how happy she was, bro. And so was I, and then all of a sudden, I started losing weight. And I started fainting. I had fainting spells. I mean, I had zero appetite. Zero. I mean, when I say zero, like no. eating scrambled eggs would be like eating powder, bro. Oh, it was just, I couldn't do it. So they would start feeding me. Anyhow, uh, they took me to the infirmary and they rolled my shit up. But see, the thing about that is um, I, w I passed out in the cell. I got up because my back was breaking and I was paralyzed. They were self-feeding me already. So everybody knew Fly was fucked up. Well, they were, nobody knew what. They had like, they thought I had like meningitis. They thought I had fucking uh, uh, valley fever up in Cork. You know, that, that Central Valley, you got that valley so, fever. So you didn't know. You just know your back was screwed up. You can't walk. My, okay, so what happened was initially me and my son were working out. We were fucking working out. Everything was good. No symptoms, nothing. And all of a sudden, I felt like a lightning go up my spine, like a, like a lightning rod. And I was like, I just thought I pulled the muscle. So I told my son, oh, bro, I said, like, you know, my, my body started getting hot instantly. And I was like a flu, kind of. And I was like, you know what, bro? I got I took a quick bird bath and I laid down. And he was still working out. And I fell asleep. I woke up about an hour later, bro. I couldn't move. Oh, shit. Like straight paralyzed from like my, my I could move my arms. Like but I, chest down almost. Just all, my whole torso. I could wiggle my feet, but I couldn't like lift. I couldn't, I could just wiggle. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? Something just happened. I don't know. I didn't know. Like, how you go from walking, exercising in one hour, taking a nap, waking up paralyzed. So you're just spooked right now. Fool, my life was, my shit just got way real. And you're and it hurt. Oh, my God, it hurt. It hurt bad. Like, I never felt a pain like that in my life. And it, and it tears me up even now. You know, I get emotional, but I'm not going to do that here. <laughs> not, it's not that kind of party. But no, That's hey, true. homie. No, but we want to hear it. That's true. So what happened was so, after that. So wait, um, so after that, you're in your cell. They, you end up, they take you out on a gurney, no? They, they brought me out on the second tier. How the fuck is that feeling, homie? You're coming out there. You're, you're in prison. You're getting out on a gurney. So, get on the gurney. you know, these these medical staff, they just want to get you in the gurney. And, but they didn't know that you needed a pick me up like a like a baby like somebody's got back problems yeah my back was really and it wasn't more than it was more than one vertebrae it wasn't just one they just like kind of the league got popped whatever oh, was holding shit. my spine together fucking popped next thing you know i just had like a whole zipper and they came in back. pretty much manhandled you and they came in manhandling me and i'm fucking crying like a kid bro because i'm, I'm begging them my pain level they're like what's your pain i'm like a 12 15 right, 20 but they don't believe that in prison right because they think everybody just wants to get dope they just think i'm faking 
Because a lot of people do. Yeah, right. Uh, everybody's paralyzed in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they get fucking morphines and they get narcos. Yeah, on the they... dope, right. So that's what happened, Holmes, right? And, um, and, but for my shit was serious. And, and I, got, I got rolled down the gurney and never came back, you know? And I felt bad because that never looks good, Holmes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm shooting kites from the infirmary. Fuck. Hey, Holmes, this is what the doctor says. Da, 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 here's my da. doctor slip. Yeah, <laughs> here's my doctor slip. Like, I'm back here, homie. If you fool need to get at me, you know what they told me? They said, hey, fly, go get better, Holmes. Don't worry about nothing back here. Yeah, yeah. When you get better, come back and we'll still be here. We'll figure it out. I said, shit, homie. That was my, that was my sayonara. That was my farewell to them right there. When they gave me that, they said, go get better. And I'm doing that right now. You're still getting better. I'm still getting better, homie. So when you, when you were doing that, is that's when you started uh, getting, uh, using a lot of fentanyl, no? Well, what happened was after I got diagnosed, I went to the whole hospital. I was spent about two years in the hospital. How long? In, in jail? In prison. Oh, shit. Yeah. How long did it take for I was in, to find I was in Calipatria, right? And they shot me to Calipatria because the, the hospital was in San Diego. So then from Calipatria, it was too far. So then they shot me to Centinella. And I was in the infirmary there for like seven, eight months. And then from there, they just said, just take on a Donovan. Because uh, my hospital Scripps Hospital Cancer Center right there in La Jolla. And, um, bro, one of the top 100 hospitals in the country. And they fixed me up good, bro. Like the Hilton of hospitals, you know what I'm saying? And um, after two years, bro, I went into the... the uh, it's, hard, it's hard having cancer in prison because... It's hard having cancer anywhere. You well, know, no it's prison. hard enough having cancer right. in itself, but it's really hard when you're in prison because you can't call. You're in a room because you're in an outside hospital, so there's no contact with you. And I was there for months on end, bro. So uh, I couldn't call my family. My mom couldn't... Like, my family couldn't come and fucking hold my hand. No on. moral support whatsoever. Nothing. And that's, Nothing. And that's the time you need that. Fool, right? that right there is what changed my life because I didn't think I was going to make it out of that. And then, and then like, I'm handcuffed to a bed on top of that, Shit. right? I can't move, but I can't move anyway because my back's broken. So I started getting a little bit better. And then one time I remember um, they, they were making me do physical therapy, even though I didn't want to do it because my shit hurt, but they would make me, right? So they'd pump me full of morphine and, and in the IV. And I'd be doing physical therapy, but they would have shackles on my feet in a in the treadmill. Oh shit! I go, bro. I go. Can you guys at least handcuff my hand to the treadmill? That way, I won't fuck. Like bad enough, I don't have what it was. I see, realize now that they didn't. I have two staff assaults on Huda, and oh, okay. and I did exactly what they wanted me to do. I fell and fucking busted my back again, and that was the worst pain. That was the second worst pain. It was worse than the first pain. Right. The second one, because I fell already on injured spine, and I fell shackled. And that was another six months in the hospital. I was like, bro, it's fucked up. And they were doing me in because I was there on a staff assault. I caught seven more years beating up a Huda in, there, oh, in prison. Oh, man, that's a, that's a grip. Yeah, I got time. a 22-month shoe behind that shit. And they like, put the beat down on you. And they fucked me up then, and now they didn't care that I had cancer. Yeah, they didn't give a shit. They didn't give a fuck. They were just doing their job. But, they, bro, how you going to shackle me on the treadmill when I have a broken back? What the fuck? Right. That doesn't make sense to a normal person, right? No, not to a normal person. It doesn't. But to when you, when you're in that lifestyle and that prison life, they don't give a they're shit. They're looking at it from their perspective. They're looking at their perspective. And they're also looking at you like you're an enemy because you <laughs> you rushed one of us. And they did good because <laughs> I fell. Oh, that shit hurt. <laughs> they, that shit hurt bad, bro. Can you imagine? You know when you got sprained the ankle or you got a busted hand and you fucking banging on the corner shot? Oh, I like, yeah. what the f imagine having a broken back and falling. <sighs> oh, even if you sneeze with a broken back, it hurts. 
And you were, let and, alone a fall. And you were sitting there for two years in the hospital. Yeah, in two years. What What were you trying to do to since you're not having no vis, nothing? What are you trying to do to keep your? I mind was drawing. Okay. I was drawing. I can still draw because my hands still work. Right. Even though my body didn't, my hands still. But I was loaded. As you fuck. You were in a in a in a regular hospital at this point or a prison hospital? Uh, both. So when I would go to the prison hospital, all I would do is watch reality shows. Kardashians, <laughs> fucking the the Pawn Star, because uh, we didn't have that in prison. Oh, they didn't have those shows. Fuck there. no! Everybody, you just get ABC, NBC, so, so you, Fox. It's like you're watching it. cable. You watching cable TV True. right now? Only the shit I used to watch on Entertainment Tonight. Now I'm watching it like I'm watching Scarface at two in the morning. I'm like, damn, this shit's great, ah, bro. Shit. It felt like I was home a little bit. It gave a me bit. a little for a little bit. It made me feel like like I wasn't in prison, even though I was busted up. I was high. They had pumped me full of morphine. So I was living high on the hog, homie. Free dope, free food, free movies, free everything. So did you end up paroling out of the hospital section? Or no, I got out. So, so I'm taking this story forever. Uh, I got out. Of, finally, I got they, they did chemo. They did a bone marrow transplant, a stem cell transplant. They did Shit. chemotherapy. And then um, uh, I got in remission. I got put, you know, I've been 10 years in remission. This is 2013 when I got cured all. Oh. Cancer free. Cancer free. So I'm still cancer free, you know? But um the thing is is that when they when I left back to the yard, they were giving me morphines three times a day. And oh, Norcos shit. and Tremadol. Everything got those dream in the pain. Fool, I was slanging them in. I was taking them and slanging them in there. I, bro, I was I was sending Feria to my hyena like fools were pre ordered. Yeah, you're making enough money, yeah. Fool, I was sending my hyena like like five hundred dollars every six, seven days. Mm. Like Western Unions. We bought our first house. I'm not saying I bought it for her, but I definitely helped. You kicked in. I kicked in a little what I could, but I was doing a lot right, from the right, state. Right. Shit, at least I was. I mean, whatever. So, so, so how many years were you were you in the joint after you got out of the hospital? Two, about two more years. About a year and a half left after a ten year a ten year stretch. Oh, nice. And one. then finally, like, I I finally seen the, like I remember when I came. I never forget it, bro. I came out of the hospital. And it was like a clear, 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 clear fucking blue sky, bro. Right. It was like springtime and shit. Like, and it was like perfect sunny weather in San Diego. Like, We're in San Diego, that right. Donovan prison right there. Like, out here, like out here right now. It's a beautiful day today. Beautiful, beautiful. Even though you're surrounded by barbed wire and, and concrete and all that, the sky is never dull, homie. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like, fuck, man, I got a year and a half to get out. Something I, was different. I said, once I make it out of here, bro, I swear to God, I'm not. I am not doing this shit again, <laughs> homie. And um, yeah, I came out, married. Mahina married me, but I was strung out on morphine, narcos, oh, and tremadol too. You were coming out high already. Well, I wasn't high. I was taking it by regimen, but I was dependent definitely on it. And at first, you couldn't even tell I was high. But um, you know, I started I started buying more off the street. And I'm a tattoo artist, so I meet a whole array yes. of people. So some people take narcos when they get tatted. Some people take whatever. And eventually, me being this addict at the same time, I was like, what you got, fool? Let me get one. Next thing you know, I bought, started buying it from them. Or, you know, we ne I was networking, right. but just in a different and, realm. And negativity. Yeah. So I know the networking part. It's the same when you meet all these dope dealers. Right. Like, fool, say, I don't know how to network when you're out trying to be famous and shit. Fool, you do it every day. Yes. It's just you're networking with the wrong people. If you surround yourself with the correct people, you know, you can do anything you want. Yeah, you know? for sure. Tell me who you hang with. I'll tell you what your future looks like, homeboy. Bro, I'm telling you. So, so eventually, somebody introduced me to fentanyl, and Shit. and next thing you know, I was on fentanyl. Had for, you ever tried fentanyl before that? Never. Did I was you? taking narcos and morphine, so I was, but that wasn't doing nothing to me no more. It was just taking. It was just keeping me well. 
So then when they gave me morphine, I mean, fentanyl, fentanyl I was like, that's the ticket. That, that, but let, be, let me say that right now. Don't go out there and try it like, because you're thinking I'm making it sound good. I was a heroin addict. I had been taking morphine for three, four, five, six, seven years. And nor like my tolerance level was up here. Very high, yes. So I could take two, three fentanyl pills and feel fucked up and feel good, but I'm not gonna die because I'm already but you take half of one and you're done. Right. So don't do it, bro. I'm not trying to make I'm not trying to glamorize it. I'm just saying, like, that's how fucking low I went. I saw this fentanyl documentary on Netflix. And what fentanyl pretty much was made for was for level, I mean, yeah, level four uh, or uh, cancer patients when they have a, when they're going to die. And you, yeah, and, well, it's a stabilizer for sure. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. meant for everybody else. I don't know where it came from, but the shit that they're putting in these perks out there in the street, M30s or whatever, that's just not the fentanyl that they're getting. And maybe it is because, you know, I, I'm a big firm believer in the, the pharmaceutical companies are the biggest dope oh, dealers. Oh, they in are. This 100%. And they're tied in with the, they're tied in. They all make the same shit. So, 100%. Okay. Yeah. So, besides all that, I'm just saying, like, um, whether you get it here or get it there, you know, it's cut, stepped on, is this, is that. You don't even know what people are putting in this stuff, and that's what's killing you, bro. So what year did you parole out the last time? 2015. I've been on almost 10 years. Okay, so 2015, you get out, but you're still dabbling with the drugs here and there. How Just long? pills. Just pills. Just huh? pills. No no, no drugs, no cocaine. It's, it's still drugs, fool. It's still drugs. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> how, okay, how long did it take for you to get off the pills, and what was that turning point now saying, that's it, I need to get off this shit? Um, well, for one, my Hannah left me. That was, of course, the number one. You know, she 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 texted me, bro. I was in the next room. Oh, shit. And she texted me saying that she couldn't do this anymore. She couldn't do this anymore. And, and I didn't even blame her. I was kind of. That was kinda, my next question. Do you blame her? Nah, nah. of course not. And I'm kind of. And now, now, 16 months, 18 months in, I'm glad she left me. I mean, not to sound fucked up, but thank you because you, you, you know, I felt like a web over me. I don't feel that no more. She helped you change that. Like, all right. Well, she changed me, but at the same time, I just felt like I couldn't be myself. Well, you know what I'm saying? Was, like was, that, was that the same Hannah that was with you in, in mm -hmm. the... But, hey, 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 let me call you vatos out on this one. You talk about the abuse of women. I see that a lot with guys, too, homie. They they come out of the joint. Mm -hmm. They have their, their old ladies with them. They've been together for five years. I don't know if you married her when you are in the joint. And mm -hmm. then you vatos come out. And then all of a sudden, maybe a year or two, and you guys get divorced. And you're like, eh, well. Nah, 10 years. You guys, yeah, but you, it was a real marriage. Yeah, but how long was she out here with you before you got divorced? Uh, 10 years, eight years. We were in there like the last four years. We were in there like 50. We were out here eight years. Oh, okay. There. So out, we had a good 10, oh, you had 12 a good year run. relationship. Okay, no. you had a good run. Bro, I'm an excellent specimen of a man, homie. I wish. I really am. I, I might have issues, like as far, but I correct them. And and my issues ain't being a husband, being a bad husband. That's not my issue. Well, it was back well, then when you were on pills. Well, I was never abusive. I don't cheat. And I, the only thing is that you can't be with somebody who's addicted because they're right. like a zombie. Yes. It's not that I was abusive. I was abusing myself. And in turn, I was abusing my relationship, neglecting it. And that in itself is abuse. I get it. But I'm talking about like, there was never not intentional, like mental abuse, physical manipulation. It was all everything I manipulated was behind my own drug use. Just trying to get out for an hour so I can get it and come back. Do you guys ever talk at all anymore? Or? We tried, or bro. Or they bring but you up, they're like, fuck that guy? No, they don't hate me like that. Like I said, I never did nothing wrong. It was just I had a habit. But now, the, you know, thank goodness I'm, 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 I'm sober, about 18 months maybe. That's dope, man. Congrats. I'm sober. I haven't taken anything. 
you know, um, my my next one is alcohol. You know, I I, I got into some shit in, uh, a few weeks ago, and I finally just said, you know what? I went to the East LA movie premiere, uh, the East LA Film Festival, and, and nobody there was drinking. Everybody there was drinking Gatorade and waters. Okay, and I was frescas and. You go to the other places where I was hanging out, and everybody drinking Michis and Palomas. Yeah, you got to watch out. Homie. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I had a revelation that day that I said, man, there's some there's some serious changes that need to come about, especially right. if I'm getting a be- physically beat down. It's like it's it's a it's it's a it's definitely a yeah, crossroads. It, it, yeah, it's an eye opener. Am I really am I really trying to go back to this part of the lifestyle? Or, That's it, right, it, bro. It, it still boggles my mind that I'm almost 50 years old and I'm still getting jumped. Yeah, I, crazy. Yeah, you know? I, 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 yeah. but we're not gonna talk about <laughs> yeah, none of that. But let's talk about the learning part of that. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what did that do to you? Like, say, did you know it, what? Like, um, I got beat. It reminded me of when I was paralyzed because I couldn't move. Bro, I'll show you the bruises on my body, right? I still have them. Yeah, you still got them, huh? You got a couple of boots in the back. Was he? <laughs> we'll see him later. I'll show you, dog. Oh, I'm it. talking like like this big. Oh shit! Red, black, blue, still right here, and whatever. I know I'm 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 in healing, but you know they might have broke me down for a week or two, but they didn't break my spirit. You know, if anything, you made me stronger, and I got to see who who called and who didn't, and who checked in on me and who didn't, who actually cared and who didn't, and right. it's like. Bro, everybody seen it because everybody was, I seen they were liking. They didn't care. So cool. But at the same time, you know who did care? I know this is a trip. Hollywood came calling. All right. Chicano Hollywood. Oh, Johnny. Johnny fucking uh, Quixote Studios hit me right, up. Right, right. Manny Jimenez hit me up. Good and people. they said, homie, what are you doing? Yeah, they're good people. Come homie. through over here. So I went over there. My homie Nacho. Right. You know, uh, 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 and it's like. I went over. I talked to Luis. I talked to Andres. I talked to I talked to everybody that I needed to talk to, homie. And and if, I don't know what it is, but for some reason they think that I might be the next big thing, dog. Yeah, I don't see why not, huh, boy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm too hard on myself at times. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I wish I could see what they see. Because I just live my life how I am. I'm not. I'm. This ain't no act. Just because I got a fucking nice shirt. This is not an act, homie. Like this is some real no, shit. No, you're, you're listen, homie. You're a guy who's been through the struggle. You're a guy who's real. You yeah. you tell your story without you know hiding anything about it. You're you're genuine about it, and you're just you're just learning like all of us, homie. You yeah. Know? It, it, there, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. You know, you went through a you went through a hiccup phase. We all we all yeah. do, homie. It's but what makes you you know different than most is how do you deal with that? You know, because yeah. you can you can be that that guy who ego and pride gets too much in his way hell no i gotta get my run back yeah and nah i mean that, that i, ain't lie. I thought that of i course, thought it, it, it crossed my mind of course and, and and i had to check myself i'm thinking you can't even move motherfucker. you're in the bed like you can't even cough i was hitting my little vape and you know those vape no, but but that's what it is. I mean, hey, 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 what what are you gonna do? You're gonna get you gonna go get one. That's real what quick? I said. I'm a, I can't even swing on you. So no, but let's say you get a strap, you go out there, you get my I got mine, I'm in the joint again. Like, oh well, you got yours for what happened to that guy? I don't know, he's stupid, went to jail. Mm, I would have got away with it. <laughs> yeah, not in today's world, Shit. fool. Not in today's okay. world, fool. Okay, no, there's some fools out there still, homie. Uh, oh, no, there's some fools out there's there. There's some but, fools out there that cut from real cloth. But but they 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 at the end of the day, there's only so ah, but you know what? It. Talking that's talking stupid. That's talking stupid. Yeah, you know, it's like I would never do that, obviously, you know. But being from where we're from, 
Yeah. Instantly, you get this like no, I get, get it. back, and it's like, but not nah, stupid talk. It goes in and out. It goes out as soon as it came in. It's out. Well, that's the difference with, like, with with us is a problem. I think that uh, we get bogged down in that lifestyle. We get bogged out in that. I got to get my run back. We get this, and at the end, you busted, and that's it, homie. You you'll you'll make the full news for about a week, and after that, you become the full news. Yeah, you're gone, homie. After that, nobody. It almost shit. happened this weekend, and it's like. You know what tripped me out is I was driving home the next day, beat down, dog. I even had to cancel. I had a few meetings with uh, Quixote Studios okay. that day. And I had to call him. And I was so embarrassed. I had to call him at 7 in the morning, bro, with tears coming out my eyes, literally. And I was like, bro, I'm just going to be straight out with you, dog. I fucked up. And if you can't believe me, that's me, But I can't even explain to you right now. So we could talk later. And he's like, all right. He just he was just confused. He didn't know what the hell I was yeah. talking about. But then after when the story came out, he was like, oh, shit. Like, okay. Now he now I understand kind of a little bit better. So they reached out to me again, homie, and they extended a hand. And I'm taking it home because. Good for you. Yeah. Like a real, real, like, yeah, you know, they gave sure. me a real, a real hand. And, 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 and it's like, how do you say no to that? Right. No, what they're doing over there in uh, Chicano Hollywood and Manny Jimenez, brother, it's a great thing for the culture, carnal. Bro, I love it. I was telling these guys, uh, I was at another show, and I don't know I don't know where I got this, but I was telling them that we're in a Chicano renaissance right now. Yes. You know, I made a reel about it, and I said, you know, historically, looking back in the European ages, the renaissance was about art and tradition and culture and food and music and the, you know what I'm saying? The arts. So that's where all these beautiful paintings came in, in, in the Vatican and the, you know, all these sculpture, Roman sculptures. That's the Renaissance. Right. And we're in that right now because we have everything we need to get exactly where we need to be. And like I was telling Johnny, I compare him to Tyler Perry. Yeah. Because John. Tyler Perry came out and he did it for his people, by his people, with his people. Yes. And nobody could tell him anything. And I told Johnny, you remind me of that fool. And he got, you know, he's he's just like a big old jolly guy to me, bro. And he's like, oh, thank you. And I was no, no, no. It's very humble. Yes. And I go, but you really are, bro, because you're doing it for us. Like, And then he even called me a reporter. He's like, yeah, you know, we have people coming in and they're doing this. And they're, you know, they're putting in the work and the motivation. And we got even reporters like you. And I'm like, oh, and there he goes, Chris. That's the second one. Here Can you we go. cut it? No, we're good right now. Just put that over there real quick. My bad, homie. Uh, you, you're a fucking unemployed reporter right now, fool. <laughs> but, we we got to get his check, Chris. Not just... No, but he said, you know, he said, he said, you know. Right. He said, yeah, and, and thank you. And, and, and it made me feel good that he recognized that. He recognized, you know, that we are out here trying to do something. No, Johnny definitely does, homie. I, I've, I, I had meetings with Johnny when, uh, when it was just about to launch Chicano Hollywood. Um, him and Brandon Maxwell did American Homeboy. You got to watch that documentary. Yeah. It's a great documentary. And Johnny was laying out his whole like his whole thing, what he wanted to do. And that was even before his app actually came live. And then his app finally came through. And I'm like, dude, Johnny, I doing seen that, bro. And I said, you know what? So you could go to your app store and download Chicano Hollywood and get any movie that has anything yes. related to Chicano from La Bamba to Blood and Blood Out to America. Anything that has to do with the raza yes. is in there, bro. Any upcoming movie, these new movies like Chola Zombies, Cholo Zombies, you got Rogue Cop. You got all these yeah, different... He, he's, he's, giving, he's giving everybody that's in any kind of that genre or industry he's giving them a he's giving them a, a lane oh boy he's, exactly. he's giving them a lane you could put it in there and one thing with johnny is 
there's nobody who's too big or too small. I seen that myself, right? Bro. Which is which is a beautiful bro, thing. Bro, I'm a I, like I'm a. Uh, no, I could be considered bottom of the barrel. No, easily. No, 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 and Johnny don't look at you yeah, like that. Yeah, Johnny don't look at it like Johnny's that. Johnny's like you. I see. He tells me, bro. He says you're doing the work. I mean, he just makes it feel good, bro. And it's 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 good to see somebody of his status to look down on me and be like, I see you, fly boy, you know. And it's like, man, I appreciate that, Johnny. No, fool news is uh is very well known in our community out it's here. Starting brother. to fucking blow up. Yeah, for sure. Now, for sure. where exactly? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the one, Chris. Give, give him that close up, Chris. Give him that close. There you go. The food news. Uh, no, I'll run it right now. now Shit. Where exactly did the idea of food news come about? So when I was in prison homes, I used to watch this show called Hugh Hauser, uh, California Gold. Oh, of course. I Remember know. him? Oh, yes, for sure. So hey, I'm over here and he's yeah, all happy. I, hey, everybody. I'm <laughs> Hugh Hauser. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I get, hey, I'm flying for me. We're full news. Man. If you really listen to me, you could tell I'm imitating him. Dope. Dope. You know yes, dope. I mean, maybe it doesn't sound like him because he has no, old Tennessee but he, but accent he, and shit. But he definitely has something to do with He like, influenced he me. Influenced. There so, you go. I was in prison and, you know, it used to come on every day at 12 o'clock. Two episodes from 12 to 1. And that's lunchtime. You know what I mean? So I come in from the yard, make our food, watch fucking Hugh Hauser go up and down California. And I'm that's why I'm up the way I am, homie, because I could I'm, I live in Riverside. I could come down, stop in Pomona, hit Chino, go down to East LA, come here and take pictures all the way through. And everything's I'm just like <laughs> everywhere. But really, right. I'm just making my rounds. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it looks good. People say they love the content. So it reminds me of that. Now, when I started doing it, it started off as, you know, hey, everybody, I'm Flywing with Food News Network. And I'm here at the Black Chasm Caverns in Jackson, California, where da 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 And I just went on one, right? Go with it, yeah. And then it just went viral. And people wanted more. And they just said, I love this. Whatever it is, keep doing it. So I said, I right, fuck it. And I just kept doing it, doing it, doing it. But it was planned. This whole Food News was planned. Like, during my divorce. I remember last year it was raining. Remember it rained like three months and shit? Yes. And I was going through my divorce. Like I went through, a not depression, but I was just like trying to figure everything out. And I really got a piece of paper. I got all my notes, dog, from all the way back to like 16 months. From writing La Sonia, my song, right. to creating full news, to making my logos, to creating a brand, American Stepchild. I threw an art show. Like I'm trying, bro. I mean, I have it together. But, like, at least people can see that this motherfucker don't stop. I got a line of dolls right now that are being, they're called dead dolls. They're, like, 18 inches. Dead dolls? Yeah, they're 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 um skeletons. Okay. But they're all dressed up very glamorously and tailor-made, and they're 18 inches tall. And and uh, there's going to be a series of them. Where, where did that come from? The idea <sighs> well, I'm for just dead creative dolls. about everything, dog. I'm creative. About, like, it's not that, it, it's not, I should be in the creative, it should be in the branding department. If I'm gonna work at a company, okay, or the creative, you know, the creative department, because um, not, the thing is not the idea or the desire or the or the, or the motivation. It's none of that. I have all that. It's the money. So now I'm starting to learn about sponsors. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. a lot of people they see that food news is coming up, so they're like, "Hey, let me jump on that train." I'll be like, "Cool." What are you gonna buy me, homie? <laughs> like, not to sound fucked up. No, 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 absolutely not. Like my homie, like my homie said, you don't have to buy me nothing, dog. But like, I'm just saying, like, fool, we're all on this shit together. If I'm gonna gas you up, you better gas me up. You right. know? Yes, sir. And it's like I'm down for that with anybody. Una por otra way. Jose way. Like I'm not trying to be. Fool, I'm, I'm broke, dog. You know, not broke to the sense where I ain't got no money, but 
I know my my bank account doesn't look like I want it to look, and I of hate course. that feeling, dog. It stresses me out. You know, like I, I don't know. I gotta have at least ten bands in my bank account, home, or I feel broke. Well, and I don't like that shit. You know, I, I wanted to ask you because you're the perfect guy. You know what I get a lot of slack from a lot of times, fool. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Oh, America, Joel never went to the joint. That's why he didn't learn respect. That way, he he didn't learn this." And I'm like, homie, guys like you that went to prison and did all that, and at the end, what did that career give you? Two hundred dollars at the gate. <laughs> So that's to me, I'm, I'm hearing you speak and the way you're talking about branding yourself and all that. No, yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. But homies like you and many others that went that other route, took them all these years to pretty much waste their life away and then come back out of here. Now you're trying to catch up. But if you guys, if you yourself never went to prison, went to school. Did oh, they, definitely. Come on, homie. You know where you'd be. You'd be full. <laughs> I'd be up there like Mr. Cartoon right now. Yeah. No lie. No, I hear you. Like, but see, everything happens in its time. I didn't have, I don't want to say I'm this big old wise guy or nothing, but at least I have enough insight now to understand, you know, what I have to do. Pursue your dream. At least my dream was to get famous. Okay, cool. Some people thought it sounds stupid. Okay, to you, but not to me. It doesn't seem far-fetched. And look at me now, yes. right here with this fool, you know? <laughs> And it's like, yeah, and it's yeah, like. for sure, homie. Homie, people laughed at me in the beginning when I started making my little videos. Because it wasn't full news yet. It was just little voiceovers and this and that. But I get developed a following, a very loyal, loyal following. And they know my heart. Even though I hiccup, like you said, and I slip up. And I be, fool, I be, I'm not a big old crybaby. But when I start touching on my cancer, the times when I felt alone in my life is when I get teary up. Of course. You know? because, that was low time and it, it brings you back in that. Well, I felt that this weekend. I felt that this weekend. I felt very alone. You know, people who I was rolling with seen me get beat down and they were there and they fucking broke my heart. Even though no matter what it was or what happened, like you could have still came and checked on me, you know? No, to or me. Or helped me at least. To me, even if my homies got that beat down, I'm not letting them get beat down. I'm jumping in at least fucking trying to stop it. If you don't stop it, then I'm getting in. But at least I'm like, hey, fool, that's it. You ain't going to beat this fool down like yeah, that, regardless. So, 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 you know, I'm more hurt. The bruises will heal, homie, but. You know, I feel, I feel, I feel betrayed. You know, I feel, I, and I, you know what? It's probably and like shut. The, they know who I'm talking about, right? But it's like I'm not gonna air them out, homie. But it's like, you know, I'm sure they're looking at them, but shut the hell up, homie. You had that coming. You okay? Yeah, I did. I I might have been turned up, but so was everybody else, right? You know, so then don't, they're not gonna scapegoat me, homie. Well, to me, ain't nobody gonna beat my homie except me and my other homies. <laughs> Like yeah, that, if, if I messed like up that. that bad, let me heal and then beat my ass Yeah, after. then you guys take care yeah, of it. Yeah, you take care yeah, of it. But you... see, that's the way it rolls. That they don't understand how that... People don't understand that. You know, that's how I roll. Yeah, that's how I roll. And the ones that were there that helped me, I, I talked to them to this day because I told them, thank you, you know? I just can't roll over there no more like that. I can't. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, uh, the more you go in this uh, just journey that you're on right now, Flyboy, the more you're going to see that. Because with me, what I've seen is... When I was at my very lowest, that's when a lot of people that I thought had my back start kicking you. Like, yeah. whether or not physically, but on IG, on this and that. Like, damn, homie, I thought I thought we were good. Like, yeah. oh, this fool's down right now. Let me get him. Let me get him. This fool's down. But that, but that good because, like anything else you're going to see, the bigger you get, the smaller your circle's going to get, fool. It, it's it, better that way. Though. It's better that way. It's, it's just uh, it's a learning curve because you, the way I see you is you have an amount of loyalty with you that you believe that everybody else has. 
Yeah. And that's the same way I used yeah. to be. But then I figure out, like, wait a minute, not everybody's on the same fucking trip. They're fool. not. They're not, homie. You think they are because you're giving, you're holding them up high with you. Yeah. You're up here like, dog, you're rolling with me. We're you're golden. The homie. Yeah, we're the we're homie. Golden. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, things happen, whether it was my fault or, bro, you know how many times my homies have did shit and I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. Of course. But, but I was there 100 I never even blinked an eye not to be there. Right. And, and, and never even beat him up after. I was still there. I'd be like, we don't do that again. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but we're not letting nobody else do that. Nah, but whatever. It is what it is. It, it, it is what it is. So then, all right. So you're doing you're doing your skits. At this point, did you have an IG and and it wasn't called Full News or what you have? I'm just Flyboy Inc. You were just Flyboy. I'm Inc. a tattoo artist. I work at Bridge City Tattoo in Rialto. Okay, when right? did, when did you start tattooing in the joint? Yeah, 1996. Oh, I sleep myself down. Way back when. Yeah, fool. even my left arm. You, you were your own guinea pig back then. Yeah, you know, just being in the cell, lockdowns. Well, youngster. Who, just... who was the worst tattoo you ever did, fool? Uh, one dude, he got super drunk, started acting belligerent. Yeah, super lean. It didn't work out. I kicked him out. Okay, I had him pay me, and he never came back. <laughs> so yeah, it was fucked up. It was a big one, but whatever. I would have finished it, but he just he, anyhow. Yeah, you know I don't really have too many bad tattoos. Like not even when you started, you had to have some fucked up ones. When you started. Well, you, you know, I mean, you gotta remember, I was sharpening my own needles at the time, making my own tubes. So. As a youngster, 18, 19 years old, homie, I was learning. I was making, you know, if you sharpen a needle with a jagged edge, you're making a knife, a little tiny razor blade. You're right. not making a, a, needles have to be surgically round, perfected for the skin to take it or else it becomes a little blade. Right. So, you know, things like that, just tricks of the trade, just like any other job you you learn and along the way. And, and eventually I got good and, and I came home and I just never stopped. I'm an artist, like I said. But I just focused my art on only tattooing, tattooing for many, many years. And then finally I was like, the fuck, homie, I'm an art. Like, I know how to sculpt. I know how to create. I know how to, Dope. I know how to do a gang of shit. I was just stifling myself. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're an artist, brother. So now you. Yeah, but I didn't, I only like kept myself in one little, one little bottle when food, once well, I got out of that. Oh, man. Well, that's just us in the hood, too. We kind of get stuck in that box. We don't know there's a big, beautiful world out there. Bro, I was driving around on my Harley Davidson going down Burbank Boulevard looking at these beautiful buildings and Hollywood Hills all around me. And I'm like, damn, I look yeah. like I fit in this motherfucker. Hell yeah. They don't even know I live in Paris, California. They're like, where? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where the hell is this? Anyhow, I could, I could live here, dog. Absolutely, homie. I see this and I'm like, homie, this isn't too far-fetched. This is me right here. I could blend in really, really well here, home. So where, when did the Food News Network come up, and when did the the whole sticker everything? So what happened was one day me and my son were driving to Sacramento, and I go and I had like I said it had already been a plan. It just hadn't I hadn't executed it. And so one day we were driving down the ninety nine freeway, and I was like, "Hey, fool, I'm gonna start this thing called Food News Network." And he's like, "The fuck is that?" And I was like, "Watch, you're gonna see. It's gonna be like Hillhauser." And we're going to go around just doing these random little skits and da 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 And he's like, all right. So we did one. We did them all through Sacramento. We were up there in minor country in, in 1849. And oh, shit. Okay. Fucking, uh, you know, all these, all these just crazy stuff out there. And, and I was just eating it up. And, and people were loving it. And that's where it started. And then it sometimes it got a little serious, you know. Real things happen. Police, you know, uh, unfair, unfairness or, you know, racial and bias. And then it became food vendors. I was promoting taco trucks and hibachi. And, and then next thing you know, I'm at red carpet events. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, all I did, I went to Amazon. 
one day and I said, I got to get me a mic. Because I was doing full news with no mic, just right. no logo, nothing. Oh, I had a logo, but I just hadn't did nothing with it yet. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know what? I went to Amazon, bought me a little mic for eight bucks, made some stickers, slapped it on there and just threw my threw it in everybody's face. <laughs> There you go, homie. Full news. And if you didn't want it, I just give it to them. And they're like, what the hell is it? And I just take a picture. No, they're on it. No, it, it's, it, dude, it's some it, pictures are, 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 uh, you know, um, consent. And some pictures are like, what the hell? What's this? <laughs> and then they're like, but you ain't telling nobody. Homes. I still post it. Even if you got a surprise look on your face, it's fine. So how, how's that feel? But now you're going around and people are actually recognizing you. It's like, hey, what do they call you? Full news most of the time? Both. Food news. I go to I go to places. You know what? I, the the best part is in my own hometown because I I went away for many years, dog. Because right. I was you know I was fixing myself. Yes. And I didn't have time to go back, and nobody even knew because I was in prison for ten years, and I was out for eight years, married, so I was just gone for almost twenty years, eighteen, twenty years, right. just no clue about me. And all of a sudden, the homegirl uh, Negra from Indicted uh, podcast over there. She, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Negra. She, yeah. Shout out to Negra, homie. She put me on Indicted and. And that shit just, and she films in Pomona, so it's oh, like, that's right. It so just, it, 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 it just, my whole city just like, holy shit, is that Ahmed? Man, flies back over here. Well, they know me as Ahmed. <laughs> Ahmed, okay. So it's like, is that Ahmed? What the fuck? They haven't seen me since 1995. Shit, bro. So all of a sudden, here I am, and they're like, oh shit. You're one of those homies, like, hey, that's that fool. That's the homie right there. That's what everybody said. That's the homie. And that's what made me feel like, you know what? I didn't ever burn nobody's bridge. Right. Like, I, I just went away because I was an active little gang member. Of course. But nobody ever wrote me. Nobody ever checked in on me. And I never wrote them because I didn't have, back then we have internet. So if you didn't have somebody's address memorized, they were gone out of your life. Especially right. if you grew up in the halls and in the camp and well, in the no, system. Yeah, when you when you were going to jail back then. Nobody nobody nah, checked in. Homie, I mean, I've had people tell, oh, come on. You homie. know what? My first girlfriend, my first girlfriend was at 23 years old. Oh, shit. I never had a girlfriend, dog. It's sad, bro, because all my homeboys used to have ladies. Of course. They all had, you know, they were having sex. I wasn't, fool. The people thought I was, but I really wasn't. You were just on the streets banging and fucking banging, in jail. And then I might kiss a girl here and there at a party, you know, mess with her or whatever. But sexual, no. And because I, I was I was in jail. So you were a virgin up to about 20? No, I wasn't a virgin. But, I was you weren't, but you weren't really mad with a bunch act, of girls. I wasn't sexually active, just mostly making out with them. Right. And then because I was only out two weeks, three weeks at a time, you a were, month. You were that fool. Yeah, I was in and out, in and out, in and out. And then just they forget about me. And then. And then they'll see me five years later and, oh, shit, like, they're still in love <laughs> from five years ago because I never burned nobody. It just, I would disappear. And how? Because I end up in the back of a cop car. And next thing you know, I'm in Silmar, LP or Central or Camp Rocky, Camp, you know, Camp, Camp Pendleton. Camp Pendleton. Camp, yeah. Camp Gonzalez. I hit all these camps. Camp Afroball, Camp Page, you know, all through Lancaster. I hit all them camps up there. Camp Scobie, Camp Miller. You were, you Camp, were that guy. Fool. I was in and out. I was in the foster care system at 10 years old. Oh, shit. Uh -huh. Yeah, I lived in Los Angeles County foster care. They put me in a fucking house in South Central or Compton, somewhere out there. Can you, can you imagine a little 10-year-old boy, homie, from eating beans and rice every day to going and eating fucking chitlins and fucking black-eyed peas oh, and cornbread? With soul the brothers food. over there. Soul, soul food. food, okay. Bro, the lady was straight, like, African soul food lady. Like, she was very, uh, you know, she, yeah. That, culture. Her okay. culture. She was a very right. cultural lady. And she was a very strong lady, bro. She's a discipline her own kids. She's hitting hard. Bah, like, you know, she had an amino accent. And even with us, and I was scared of her. And she was very, like, the type that if you didn't finish your food, you couldn't get up off the table. Oh, shit. Bro, midnight. That's I'm talking mid. I would sit there on my, I would sit there <laughs> playing with my greens. 
at midnight, really? I'm like, I am not eating this shit. Uh, this shit look like boiled grass to me. Like, shit. but I'm Mexican. We don't yeah, eat that. Right. To her, they were they were fucking it up. But I understand the culture shock. But at the time, I didn't. And now, at ten years old, is it your mom is not doing what she's supposed to do? Or no, you're there was to? My, my she was with the dude I'm touching my sister, bro. Oh shit, I'm sorry. So yeah, that, no, bro. I mean not to get too deep into it, but that was the reason why she, they, they took, took everybody the, from the house. The three younger ones, me, my sister, and my brother. Oh shit. And we went through the county system. They kept they threw her in all girls home, and they threw me and my they kept me and my younger brother together. So he how was long, about eight. How long were you in foster care for? Maybe ten months, a year, time, or I, it felt longer to me. I yeah. felt like years to oh, me. Yeah, for a child, you like when you're going to camp, you're going to camp for six months. You're like what? Six months? You think, bro? The thing is, we would only see my mom in court on court dates, like every three months, or you know, the 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 back checks or check ins or whatever. Right. And we would see my mom, and we'd be crying because you want to go home, you know. Of but but yeah, we were little. So the thing is, it it definitely um changed me. It I started having behavioral problems after that. Yeah, um, and that's where I came up with American Stepchild, right? Because what is that about? So American Stepchild is my brand, homie. And um, you know, I'm a, I'm a citizen, dog. I was born in this country, and I have no rights. No rights. I can't own a gun. I can't fucking vote. I can't fucking do jury duty. I can't do a fuck. I don't even have credit. You know what I'm saying? No credit is good credit, fool. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying you can't do shit without credit. No, for sure. Credit makes the world go round over here, Cardan. And I know this, and it's hard for me because I pay. I have a couple little credit cards, and once I apply for a good loan, I always get denied every time. And I'm like, fuck, dude, what the fuck do I got? How good do I got to be in this country before the United States says, you know what, Ahmed? You've you've shown us for eight years that you're a very responsible American, but fuck you. This is what the United States does nah, to me. Bro, after, after you come on this show, if we just put I've been on American Cholo, I'm not gonna give you credit for the trip. Well, I have to put and I'm an American in my brand just for get any kind of recognition. Yeah, it still of doesn't work. No, well, so what it is? That's my brand, American Stepchild, was because I was a product of the foster care system, homes, you know, and I came out and after it was it was an easy cross to go from CPS into criminal court. You know what I mean? It was a fine line. The very first time I got arrested, I was sitting in a car and I didn't even know it was stolen. And they got me for Grand Theft Auto at like 12 years old. Went to court. Very first time ever. First offense. Probation. Shit. First time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they didn't throw me in jail. They, they let me go to my mom's, you know, custody. Yeah, yeah. But they still put me on probation. And I never got off until I was 38 years old. Ooh, that was a long ride. From fool. 12 to 38 is when I, no. Yeah, like 38 when I got off parole. Shit, Never bro. been off clear, bro. So that's, that gives the police an automatic ticket to do whatever the fuck they want when they pull you over. Whether you're riding dirty mm-hmm, or not, mm-hmm. are you on probation or parole? Oh, you have to say yeah, because if you say no yes. and they find out that you are, you're going to jail. Yes. So you have to say yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm probation. Okay, here come the gloves. Here comes the sergeant. Step out. Sit over here. We're going to tear this motherfucker up yeah. like a straight south search. And I'm like, over a muffler? Right. Or over a, a over a, a tinted window, like so that's why I, that's why I'm an American stepchild. And even to this day, I get treated with fucking bias by police, even by racial white people. I'm not saying I'm a racist, I'm picking out white people, but there's the only ones, homie, that have fucking showed any kind of racial bias towards me. Well, that's just you unfortunate know? in life. You you can get that even from your own people sometimes. The thing is is I got it on video and it's just I don't have my I don't have my people. Well, yeah, my people too. I got the audio, I don't got the video, <laughs> and I put it out too. Right, yeah. I like, heard. I'm not biased to my people or anybody's people. If you show any kind of bias, regardless of who you are, homie, I'm going to blast you. But 
I'm not going to do it in a way where I want people to get in trouble. I just want people to see what really happened because a lot of stories that get spun around real, real fast. Yes. Oh, yes. So if I got the audio, you got the video, put it out there. Don't say shit because I got my receipts. Do you got yours? Right. You yeah. remember who you're messing with? I'm full news, homie. I got everything in my phone. You got to have receipts nowadays, fool. You got to have receipts. People come out and, and paint a narrative. And if you don't jump in front of it, and that's what the big guys do. The big guys do the exact same thing. And now we're just kind of learning that game as well. Man. But, but you know what I did realize? Uh, Chris, you want to give him some water, please? You know what I did realize, though? I realized that, like, when you stop breaking the law, when you stop doing that, if you're not on probation, the cops ain't really going to mess with you as much. I did have an issue. No, as much. As right. much. As, as much. As much. I did have an issue, and I got all pissed off over here. I was walking with one of my homies, Mahomo Russo, and he's on probation. He's Russo's probably like 54 years old, and he's helping me do the studio over here, painting and doing all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the Hura gets out and just fucking... Comes to us all aggressive. Get the fuck down. Like, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. For what the fuck? You know, yeah. and that's when I posted my shit. I got all into it with the cop. Yeah. At the end, I tell him to go fuck himself because I'm pissed. Because <laughs> I'm pissed off. And I'm usually I'm the guy who's pro, like pro. Yeah. You know, Super little, chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pro, but Diffusing. Because it's bullshit because it's, hey, this guy's walking with me. We're working. I'm his employer. And you're going to sit here and come up to somebody like that and, 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 and act that way? How, how do you expect to get the community's trust? Yeah, when you're acting this way. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Trust me, bro. And the, it all falls at the end of the day that just the way you had a bad day, other people have bad days yes, too. Fool. And then sometimes your bad days coincide and it just makes it worse. So, you know, when you're having a bad day, just stay home or don't, <laughs> don't do nothing where you know you're going to be in public because, you know, that aura follows you, homie. Yes. And, and like right now, I probably seem aggressive, you the, know? The energy, fool. The thing is, I haven't, a lot of these things have happened to me lately in my life, homie. And, like, I'm trying to blow up with this shit. And it just seems like I keep getting hit with fucking bumps along the way. And it's fine. It's That's fine. That's the way it is, fool. It's fine. Trust me. But the thing is, is now I know when people blow up. Right? I, now I see what people blow up. But I'm not saying I'm there. But That's why I'm going to therapy tomorrow. Because it's been a while. I haven't seen my therapist in about three months. So there's a lot to yeah, cover. Yeah, you got to get that out of your chest. Yeah, because I, I notice myself. I watch these little podcasts, homie. And I see, like, fool, you're a little aggressive. People say you're a little cocky, you're a little aggressive, like you could, but it's not that, Holmes. It's that I don't have no backup plan. But you gotta be, well, people understand you have to be a little bit different. You have to be a little, it's not so much cockiness. What it is is you're sure yourself, you're assertive, mm-hmm. and you're doing it because if not, the industry is gonna walk all over you, fool. Exactly. That's just the way it is. And, and people, exactly. some people see that. I don't see that. I see a guy, all right, homie's hustling, homie's grinding, homie's, yeah. doing, homie's doing his thing. Like, this, this yeah. is what we need. And, and don't bro, hate I, on it. Then the damn positive. I'm about unity, bro. I'm about going to, to- I'm invited to like five, six toy drives this year. I did like two last year. And this time I, I, I elevated. I don't, you I, don't, know? I don't know what you're doing the 18th if you're booked already. We're doing a, a, a turkey giveaway right here in the city. Uh, we're gonna be giving November eighteenth. November eighteenth is a Saturday. We're doing turkey. This, oh, not this Saturday. This Saturday no, no, no. Fifth. This buddy the fifth. Yeah, yeah. We're pretty, but this month we're doing turkey. We're doing low rider. We're show. We're doing uh. Okay. We're doing uh petting zoo, pony rides, feeding the homeless, barber yeah. shop, the whole shabam, homeboy. Right here, that right, dope. right here in the hood, homie at Tierra Street Park. West not, Hollywood? No, right here North Hollywood, homie. Where's North Hollywood. West Hollywood is Chris is from. Oh, this is North Hollywood right here? <laughs> it's North Hollywood. Oh, right, right. Come I'm, on. I'm, from, I'm from Pomona. Out that way, it's like, I don't really know the areas nah, like that out here. Nah, this is North Hollywood, homie. West Hollywood, you'll see all the fucking Sunset Strip and all that shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, we're, yeah, we're gonna do it out here, homie, and, and if you ain't got nothing going yeah, on... Yeah, I'm gonna check right you, now you, on my you, calendar, and if, you, I, if you I can, can do pull it, up. But uh, what do you think about, you know, do you, do you ever get into political stuff in your in your realm of the world, homeboy? 
or the food news, or do you ever think about finally getting into some of that stuff and learning the the tricks of the trade so you can start? I know the tricks of the trade already. Oh, you know the tricks of the trade. So I've been, like I said, I did 18 years in prison. That's a and, long time. Yeah, and I watched, even, I watched all the evening news, you know, CBS, NBC, whatever I could catch. Right. Every day at 5.30, I would catch all of them. And, like, I watched the morning talk. Like, I was very, very um, up-to-date on current events. I understand the way politics work. I understand the way it's, government it's politics, works. I understand right, the homie? branches of government. Right. I understand everything, bro. I understand, like, I understand the way a law is made, the way bills are passed. I understand everything. So I'm not naive to the game. Yeah, no, but I'm saying uh, there's a lot of people in our in our realm that are don't know the game. Well, the thing is, is that the game is laid out for everybody to play if you want to play. It's how you play it. There's very, very many different ways you could take a law and spin it. Yes. And that's what they call loopholes. Yes. Right? Because the laws, some certain laws don't cover a certain loophole and you just happen to find it and go that round. The law can't do nothing to you because there's nothing in the Constitution that says anything about that. Right. That's a loophole. And I think full news is a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can do you can do the full news like it would be Fox News because it's a parody of the news. So by the parody law, yeah. you're good. Somebody so, already asked me to change it. No, no, you don't have to. I'm telling yeah. you. If it's a parody, yeah. which that's what that is. Yeah. If it's a it's almost like how uh, remember uh, Weird Al Yankovic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm fat, you eat know. It, yeah, eat yeah. It. yeah. As long as it's a parody, yeah. you're good to go, homie. You you cannot well, get sued. It's definitely a parody. It's homes. definitely my a, whole life is a parody. It's definitely a parody, so they can't do it. So let us know where you're going to be, where people can follow you, where people can, you know, get the full news, homie. Let them know right there, carnal. Well, full news, homie, the next thing right now, I'm trying to conquer Hollywood, dog, straight up. Um, these fools hit me up, and they gave me an outlet and extended a hand to me, and I think that I'm going to jump on it, homie. Well, I don't For think sure. I am going to jump on For it. For sure, And I, I'm here. Yeah, you know, I'm going to call Manny Jimenez right now and say, well, you have one in town. Are you, there you go, big Manny. Or something? I don't know. Like, why not? I, I don't see why not. That's also. the only way you're going to do it. You just got to get out there and... and, and but I, I want to I invite you back for uh, an episode of uh, The Boys to come in here and shoot the shit with four of us in here. and I'm down and, for whatever, dog. And do it. Just let me know. So with that, IG, where is it? It's Full News Network, homie. Flybo Inc. If you see me... Say what's up. You know what I mean? That's super simple. I might have something for you. I'll give you a sticker or a button or something. I'm, I have uh, all kinds of shit in my pocket. I thought you said I'm going to have something for you. Like, damn, this was going to pull out the burner right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shank him in the neck. Oh, <laughs> I want to say shout out to Killer Kush, homie. These oh, yeah, be yeah, taking care of me, dog. The homies at Deluxe East LA right down Whittier Boulevard. That's for you, homie. Oh, I'm going to let you try that purple. Man. Number purple in my circle. All you know right. what I'm saying? All right. Where's Killer Kush out of? Killer Kush is out of Whittier, homie. But you can hit him up on, on Instagram at killakush underscore 420. Man, they got the big ones, homie. Zoom in on that. Hey, shout out to Killer Kush, man. Appreciate the love. Yep. With, with that being said, you guys go check out the Homeboy Flyboy Inc. And I, like, look, I'm going to give you a vape also from uh, Lucky's Elixir right there at Deluxe East LA, homie. So shout out to them fools. That's from them to you, dog. Hell yeah, for sure, brother. You know? I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys letting us come into your life, into your home. So go check out Homeboy out. I appreciate the love. We're out of here.